She stopped slurping now, so oh, we, we oh well, we lost the, we lost the effect. She stopped slurping. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the moment will live on in our memories for as long as I have memories. They're, they're talking about Paul S.'s dog. You can't just start a show like that. Anyway, Paul S. is here. He's going to talk about a uh, special guest, and he's going to talk about uh, James Bond with the boys. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. I know I will. Uh, I won't be listening. We made it. Somebody's playing at the microwave. Yeah, that's Elizabeth. I told her to stop oh, that stuff, but she's the worst. It. It's ambiance. It, it, <laughs> it, it blends in with the uh, uh, the furnace fan noise in above me. Oh, there. Because it's fucking cold outside again. Yeah, well, I, it really is. Did you? So the USA oh. played in uh, Minnesota last night. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and like their <laughs> soccer bad. team, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, friends of mine actually had tickets, and th- they had a ticket for me, and I didn't go. But I watched the, <laughs> I saw the photos of the game and watched the highlights. It seems ridiculous that they was hosting yeah. Honduras as well. I think two of the guys from Honduras <laughs> oh, they must have went off at half time with hypothermia. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I mean, it when I got character. up this morning, it was like fifteen below zero, so it must right. have been pretty fucking cold. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, an outdoor. It's it's sort of sheltered that stadium, but it's outdoors. Yeah, I think the USA actually s- scheduled it like that, so they they had an advantage against Honduras. Because <laughs> I didn't they know they, they actually. Were... I didn't think they played in that stadium at this time of the year. But... Well, you shows know, you what I know. If you're going to schedule an outdoor soccer match in the middle of February in Minnesota, then I, you've got to think <laughs> there's something nefarious going on now. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, were, it was rigged. Yeah. That actually is kind of rigged. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. well, yeah go who team. can we play? How about, uh, oh, I know, a Central American country or South American. Right. Some, right. Somebody. Those pansies. Somebody, somebody from a jungle. <laughs> well, I want to welcome return, returning guest, friend of the show, Paul Re- S. Returning? <laughs> returning, retoining. Reclining. Yeah, well. <laughs> Hi, not Paul. Yet. Not yet. Hi. <laughs> oh, and we got a a special topic today. We I do. I know which, where to start uh, on this one. I'll I'll start out with what I'm drinking because. Right, I'm well, drinking, yeah, I jumped ahead. I and I'm drinking a vodka martinis, uh, shaken and not stirred. Oh, okay. That's a clue. That's a clue about what we're going to talk about. Actually, we mentioned we might talk about it in the last episode, didn't we? we? Did. <laughs> but nobody's heard it yet, of course. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll put this one out first to screw, screw everyone up. That would actually be kind of funny. But then I'm we guessing Paul's drinking some sort of South Dakota uh, craft beer or something. Well, you know what, Phil? You would be wrong today because Oops. S, Paul S, is, uh, <laughs> is, is drinking a... Uh, uh, a rye whiskey, actually, today. Oh, uh, nice. nice. Yeah, I'm drinking uh, uh, Rabbit Hole Boxer Grail uh, Kentucky Rye. Now, it's, it's, it, I've, I've always enjoyed their, well, always enjoyed, I've enjoyed their bourbon before, but. Yeah, I think I've had it at your house, actually. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right, that one, yeah. And, and I've, 
got a taste for rye recently, so I, I thought I'd try their rye. It's called Boxer Grail, something to do with the boxing history in Louisville, which I have zero knowledge about. Uh, but the whiskey's very good. It isn't about Boxing Day. No, 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 not Boxing Day. Apparently, I I was reading the label and whatnot. Uh, Apparently, Louisville has a a history of uh, boxing, prize fighting in in Louisville, and it's named regarding that. So that that's great. Now, I when I first saw that stuff, I thought it it, the 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 rabbit business seems like oh that should be a, a west western thing or it's like from colorado or montana or something but no it's it's just another kentucky one yeah yeah yes it's 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 out of kentucky it's it's very good it's got like a a spicy fruity flavor and uh, aroma in it yeah it's 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 very enjoyable well i'm drinking something that also has rye in it but i'm drinking a beer it's a summit frostline rye so it's got some, uh, it's got some of that rye spice, but also some hop and stuff like that. It, it's pretty, it's smoother than you might think. They got a good balance in there somehow. I'm enjoying it. I've, I've so, been having these the past few days. So Summit is the is the brewing company, Phil. Yeah. Is that and that's a is that a Minnesota company? Yeah, St. Paul. Okay. They, they, they call it. Um, they're really big here, actually. I really don't know how far afield they go, but they one of the is the earlier craft. Although I think they're much bigger, too big to be called a craft. Yeah, they're they're not really a craft anymore. <laughs> they got really big, but yeah, they're they're uh, regional maybe, EPA yeah. or whatever is mm-hmm. really is really really good. I think they were one of the first ones I ever saw that did a an IPA. Yeah, they they were into those back. But when the, that was a thing, a new thing, a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> so they haven't always kept up was. with the trends. I mean, maybe they have some hazy thing, but I don't know. But this is this is different. I don't know. I like it. Um, oh, before I forget, because I forgot to bring it up last time, but Phil was over for an in, in-person visit and we tried a can of New Zealand pop. Soda oh pop. yeah, yeah. We need to talk about that because and of Matt P and and uh, Bex P Bixby. <laughs> um, See, we won't edit this out because it, no, it's maybe we will. You know, we'll have to. Uh, <laughs> Paul Ellen, left. Ellen P is what it's called. Ellen <laughs> P. Um, stands for Lemon and Peora, a Kiwi What's... classic since 1907. That's the stuff. What's the P word? Paola? P-A-E-R-O-A. Lemon and peyote? (laughs) See, that would be really... No wonder it got weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was... was, Bex gave gave me a can a while back. Because it came up the last time we talked on... I think it was on the big group call. And Matt apparently hates it. Oh, I liked it. But Bex grew up drinking it in new zealand and so i we got to try it and it's i thought it was okay it, it, it's different just it, it's it's like you know you think of uh it's not like a lemon lime soda it, it's definitely it's a solid lemon 
flavor. It's, it's yeah, and it's not as crisp necessarily as Seven Up either, or something. It's got no, it's, it's more like a lemon drop kind of a flavor. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have the doesn't have the acid tones. Right. I'll put that in some. Uh, <laughs> and you know, know, and the, maybe the with little, some gin. The little Google <laughs> snippet says uh, flavor colon lemon and sugary <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> sums it up and it wasn't <laughs> really sour either no not at all it's not definitely like a, sweet a lemon, lemon head. head yeah <laughs> lemon head beer that oh, should come that up was with that. great to try that though i i don't know that i'd return to it but it's a lot better than marbind <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it <laughs> sorry so throw the marmite lovers we got that out of the way at least okay fine (laughs) so uh, as phil mentioned on our last episode we we talked a little bit about james bond movies because i ran into yet another list of all the james bond movies that were ranked there have been lots of these everybody has strong opinions on them and it's such a long long long-running franchise that i i I think it's interesting just as how it's evolved and everything, but I thought it was a good opportunity to revisit that because Phil and I obviously grew up watching them and so many other people we know did too. We thought we would have that as our main topic. Not that we can't talk about other things, but that well, seems wait, like there's a, a, lot a good to, one. There's a lot to unpack with James Bond. There, there, there is, really, and really that bad. that list is actually a really good starting point. I've read that list that you sent, John, and uh, <laughs> it's it's very very questionable to me in places how they rank some of those. Oh, movies. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it really that, that's is. Part, that's part of the fun, though, it, and how I like to think of it is, it really depends. I mean, I mean, I think there are some objective, good and not good ones, but so many of them are what are kind of. Uh, predicated on what you really want out of the series what to expect and also what yeah. you um are like say when you grew up with a certain absolutely ones like phil and i uh, most of the the ones that were new when we were growing up were the roger moore one yep sure. yep me, but, me, me, me no. too that's who i grew up i grew yep. up thinking roger moore was james bond and then i figured <laughs> out other people were James Bond before him. <laughs> like, like, what is this fucking Doctor Who or something? Come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, but but my my backstory with this is a little different because my father was also a fan of the Bond movies, but he was a Sean Connery fan. Oh yeah, and and that that rubbed off to me as well. So I kind of had the the conflicting. 60s and 70s bond well they are on. both different <laughs> no and that's part of the fun though is is how they're yeah. played and 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 all that kind of thing is and phil i did mention that one series that by that one internet writer a different list and actually he didn't i'm not sure he ranked them but uh that film crit hulk guy and besides he had two points which i think are interesting even if you don't agree that um the overall quality of the of the each Bond movie is related to the strength of its female characters. No, and that's an interesting way to look at it. And the other thing that seems to be a theme with his series of reviews were that each James Bond movie is a reaction to the previous one. And okay. I think that's a very strong uh, thematic thing. And if you go if you look at them chronologically, they really 
yeah, they really do seem to go in different directions depending on what the previous ones did. They well, do. Like, and they're, they're all very much of their time as well, aren't they? Very, very much. And that, that's how you, and they're, since they're, they're still a living franchise, so to speak, they, 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 they're judged differently than a lot of other movies of, you know, the 1960s, for example. You know, a, a lot of people today do not watch movies from 1966, for example. Right. I mean, unless you're into old movies, you don't usually watch them. But a lot of people who don't watch those movies do watch uh, From Russia with Love or Goldfinger or things like that. And, that, and well, so they're, I, yeah, they're, I just, the way I people look at them is really, they're, they're probably held up to higher scrutiny or judgment than other movies at the time. That, that, which is interesting. I mean, they, <laughs> and, and so like a lot of classic movies, again, they're of, of their time and you have to, I don't want to say cut, cut them some slack, but at least be understanding of the norms of society at the time. I, I, I think we're at a point where you cannot watch historical movies and, and we can call them historical because they're that old at this point. You cannot watch historical movies without, without giving them some leeway. Maybe yeah, even absolutely. live and let die. <laughs> yeah, right. Live and let, live and let die is not the worst. No, no, it's not. You need to, if you go back into the Sean Connery era, oh, yeah. then you'll find some much worse stuff than what's in Live and Let Die. Didn't didn't Roger Moore or one of them, or no, maybe it was Sean Connery, was, no, that, you're he had thinking to disguise of the Japanese himself one. as a, he, tried, he had to disguise that's himself Sean as a Connery. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, um, you only live twice, I think. <laughs> that is that is for sure Sean Connery. He goes like, undercover as like a Japanese fisherman or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, you, you, <laughs> Yeah. Does, does does his eyebrows and <laughs> yeah, right. has this fake wedding and all this weird shit. <laughs> right, it's weird. Ro- Ro- Roger Moore goes undercover it, it, with about twenty different identities and octopusy. But yeah, what's going actually, on with that one? He, he doesn't actually. Well, Roger Moore goes undercover as like a clown and various yeah, other, like a, a nice thrower. And I forgot about the the clown. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's, you, it's pretty funny, but but I think it was uh, Sean Connery that one the the one that uh, stands out is is uh, is it, was it you only live twice, John, where he dresses uh, the, up the, as the fisherman, the Japanese one. I I want to say yes. Um, yeah, I think you're right. It was it's it's um, pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like that uh, voodoo guy see. though. Who is speaking of Seven Up? The that. Uh, Jeffrey Holder or whatever that guy. Oh, oh, the the crisp and clean and no caffeine guy. <laughs> Seven up. Um, yeah, he has such a such a cool voice. I think he was a dancer or something. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I, I think it's you only live twice. That's it's the one. It also has the great line: "Is why do Chinese girls taste different from all other girls?" <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yes, it's the Maybe Japanese it fish one. That is it. That's the one. Nineteen sixty seven. Ouch! Yeah. It's even older yeah. than me. <laughs> Is yeah. that after he kisses her or something, or what? <laughs> that's, that's in the the opening scene, I guess. He's making out with somebody, and, so, and then probably he kills her odd, after he says that. Odd. <laughs> she got in the way. Oh, so I, let's start it out with by maybe naming our favorite James Bond actor, and maybe if you have one, your favorite movie least favorite movie that kind of thing if that that makes yeah. sense we can kind of dive into some of the in-between stuff 
Paul, if you're if you're up, sure, sure. Well, I'll I'll go right ahead and say that Daniel Craig has been my favorite, and I'm not sure that it's because of Daniel Craig. It might be just because of the movies he got to play Bond in, and the fact that he got a story arc because Casino Royale for me is 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 my favorite Bond movie to this to this point, and uh, wow. Yeah, and, and and he had a real story arc. I just think he's been great. Is they of, of the five movies he did, there was one bad one. The rest were either good or really good. Uh, yeah. So, so Dan, Daniel Craig for me, the worst in my mind would be Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> uh, okay. Yep. And I think he had all the potential to. Oh, there was a lot of hype with him going into that. I right, I think he had a lot of potential, and and it might have been just because it was the wrong time for him to to get that. But but I, I didn't really like any of the Pierce Brosnan movies. I know that uh, Goldeneye was 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 rated pretty highly uh, that he did, but but yeah. So I would say Daniel Craig was my favorite. Roger Moore because I grew up with him. Is, is kind of got a special place for me, but Daniel Craig yeah. is my favorite, and Pierce Brosnan my my least favorite. All right, all right, fair <clears> enough. And and do you have a favorite movie? Is Casino Royale your your favorite? I would say Casino Royale is number one. Now, my favorite Roger Moore is uh, uh, not the spoiler for your eyes only. Agreed. Which is yeah. absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There's no real great story. You've got a teenage <laughs> girl fawning over some fifty-year-old man. Oh, no, that—that's that's so. It, there's this, right but now, the action yeah. sequences and and the fun in that movie and just the nostalgia for me growing up. That now, was, is that the one where he drives the lotus out of the ocean onto the beach? No, I don't oh, think oh, that's it is. the the other one. Uh, yeah, it's the one. It's 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 the one in I the ski me. resort where he skis off a cliff and he's got like the union jack on his I, I do i do love that one too and i i actually have a vivid memory of seeing that one at, at and the there's theater and, in rapid city actually and there's this amazing chase sequence with skiing and i was gonna say that might be the best that might it's be hilarious. the best chase scene i think yeah it's amazing it's, it's it, like it a really cartoon <laughs> but there's there's but with every roger roger moore bomb movie there, there is an element of ridiculousness uh yeah so yeah. so that that is like my cult favorite, but but my actual favorite movie as a movie is Casino Royale. No, the ski chase scene is probably my favorite chase scene in a Bond movie. I think <laughs> it's one of the most fun for sure. It it, it would be hard to pick a famous cha- a favorite chase scene, I guess. But <laughs> and, and Paul, do you have a do you have one that's just the worst that you you would not watch or rank last? So... I know that's kind of hard. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard because um, what is there like 25, 26 of them, right? Um, yeah, twenty six. So maybe one of the Pierce Brosnan ones. Uh, the world is not enough. Did he do that one? Mm-hmm. That was Pierce Brosnan, right? The list we referred to, uh, Die Another Day, was ranked last. Oh, Die, <laughs> die Another Day. So, yeah, that was, a good that title. was a Pierce Brosnan one, wasn't it? I think that was last on that list thing that you sent as well. That So, the Pierce Brosnan ones, oh, they were just... 
he didn't have a lot to work with there either. He did, but <laughs> he did not. He did not. The world was not enough though. Did have a good song. We should talk about that as well soon. Uh, garbage. Yeah, yeah. The the songs. Yeah, that's that. That should be something we should discuss as well. But but I would just say just throw a dart at any Pierce Brosnan movie, and that's my worst one. Okay, right. got it. Got it. Uh, Phil. Where are we starting? The best Bond? I think I would have yeah, who, to go with... Your oh, that's, that's... I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to say Roger Moore just because I... He, he epitomized that. I, I like the... Oh, the the witty. I, yes, it got really silly sometimes, especially as he got older, but less realistic. But... Uh, I and, and, and yes, I'm biased probably because that's the one I grew up on. Grew up with. I just remember going to the theater. So, I mean, I even liked Moonraker when I was a kid. So, I mean, Jaws. We could talk about bad guys too, but yes. Um, so I'll go with that favorite favorite movie though. Oof, I don't know. I think I remember liking Goldfinger quite a lot for some reason. Your Octopussy? That was silly. I don't know. <laughs> Octopussy is like ridiculously silly, but ridiculously fun. <laughs> oh, with a name like time. that. Yeah, well, yeah. right. I don't. I, I I couldn't call that one my favorite, but it, yeah. Um, you my, can't ignore it. I I do remember enjoying certain things from Live and Let Die quite a bit. I, I guess I I guess I just like the sillier stuff the better. But the the you know when I saw when I saw the Sean Connery ones, they were like on TV, or um, I don't think I ever saw any of those in a movie theater. So that would have probably been a different experience, but. I remember enjoying them as well. So there's probably a, a favorite movie in there somewhere. Those was definitely some pinnacle of James Bond movies. There. I, with Daniel Craig, the Daniel Craig series, I, I, I totally understand where they, they had to do something different and, you know, to reinvent it, which maybe they've tried. I think they have tried in other, even with Pierce Brodson, they there was a torture scene or something, I think at one point. But uh, I think my least favorite Bond probably was Timothy Dalton, though. I think <laughs> mm-hmm. he was he the one. I think he was the one after Roger Moore, right? Because Pierce yes. Brosnan was going to do was. it, but they they wouldn't. Remington Steele wouldn't let him out of the contract to make a movie or something, or I don't remember what the story was there. So it would have been interesting if Pierce Brosnan could have gotten in to the franchise a little bit earlier. Maybe maybe it would have been better. But but they weren't. They weren't doing very good writing in that time period anyway, so maybe it wouldn't have mattered. I don't know. Timothy Dalton, I he uh I just I just seem to remember he it didn't seem like he it almost felt like he didn't want to be, be doing what he was doing or something. I couldn't quite figure it out. Maybe if I watched it again I'd I actually didn't mind him. Yeah. I, did, I, I didn't mind I, I didn't mind Timothy Dalton. I remember Pierce Brosnan being the one that, that I was like, I, I didn't quite get it, but I, I, I got it with Timothy Dalton. Well, I maybe I should that, uh, look at it again. Again, I don't think he had great movies to, to work with, Timothy Dalton. And what did he do? Maybe two? Three? Yeah. He only sure. did two. Yeah. Yeah, he only did two. So uh, That was the title so of one of the one. movies. Oh, Living Daylights <laughs> is the first one. And then right, he only did. He right, only... Living Daylights. And I actually didn't mind those movies, but maybe they just th- those movies did come around for me at a time where I was watching a lot of movies and I liked James Bond a lot because of Roger Moore, and maybe I just accepted accepted him a little bit better. And maybe that, that was why but, I didn't because I liked Roger Moore. 
fighting. Right. Right. But, so it influences yeah. things. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. What was the other thing that what was the other topic we were going on? Worst movie? Oh, I don't know. I don't um, even know. Yeah, if you had a worst one, I mean maybe you don't. There there <laughs> I octopus is probably like the best and worst of in some ways. But yeah. Oh, it's insane. <laughs> Octopus is insane. It's so I, funny. I, well, I was re- well, I was reading about it in that in that list. And I was like, I don't even remember some of this stuff. I kind of want to yeah. rewatch that. It's, it sounds because I I also liked um you know of course the Peter Sellers movies um Inspector Clouseau and that kind of thing the Pink Panther movies and so, you know he'd have all these outrageous disguises and. And stuff. It was just hilarious. So I, I kind of want to go back and see Octopussy now after reading about it again. I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen any of these movies except the Daniel Craig ones for twenty years. So I will go. And th- this is a hard the f- picking a favorite is is tough. And like you know, like Paul, I, th- I think I probably have a nostalgic favorite and a another favorite. I guess um, nostalgic favorite actually is. Probably Roger Moore, just because, again, that was the one that back in the 70s I saw. Yeah, it's probably, a generational you know, thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, although I find them hardest to watch today, though, for some <laughs> strange reason, <laughs> even though they're nostalgic. And the ones I find to be the most just like, oh, comfort watch are probably the the Sean Connery ones, just because so, so smooth. much of them are are. Are, are real classic and i actually i'm pretty indifferent about timothy dalton i again i he didn't make much of an impression he didn't quite quite have he seemed kind of in the middle of the edgy james bond type and the kind of wisecracking suave he didn't quite have either of them down it seemed like yeah. and that may not be his fault but right he it, it, he seemed to split the difference and it it just didn't work great. But me. I even even with Roger Moore, I think he had more movies to grow into that too. So oh, absolutely, yeah. D- Dalton was kind of given up, and everybody at the time I remember wanted Pierce Brosnan and thought he should be the one. Yeah, and they didn't get him, and they got him, and I think he <laughs> was unfairly compared to what people thought they wanted. But yeah, all right. You know, and and I think. Um, let's see. Pierce Pierce Brosnan, I actually liked. Okay, you know he 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 did he did well. He seemed to um, handle all the aspects of the Bond character pretty well. He definitely had the suave down. Although by the time he did the films, he seemed a little old. Yeah. For that, because I mean he'd been working for many years in TV and everything, so he was not a young man. And, and and only if you compare it to Roger Moore as he seemed too old, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. Um, so really, yeah. I, if, if I guess if I really come down to it, it's it's the two originals just just because of what I grew up with. But sure, um, if I have a favorite, I one of the things I, I I've always my first appreciation besides the silliness of the James Bond movies is kind of the Cold War. Uh, spy type type thing, which yeah, yeah. kind of got me more into things like John Le Carre, things like that, which are more serious, of course. But for that reason, my favorite still remains from Russia with Love. 
Yeah, which that um, holds is, up pretty is well. the least silly of of least of the early films. It, that's the one with you know, Robert Shaw in, right? It is, and they have that amazing fight on the train. Yeah, and, yeah. and it has that <laughs> that Soviet woman Rosa Kleb, I think, who has the like spikes in her shoes and all that shit. <laughs> and nice. it's just really, it, it, it's a great, great Cold War. It's the closest thing the James Bond movies ever came to being uh, just a straight up Cold War spy thriller because it actually has a, a spy plot. It's that it's really, you know, least dependent on gadgets and things like that. And that that one just seems to really have a great story and pacing and everything. So if that that's the one I think is the best or my, my favorite of the movies, although in some ways... I think um, Honor Majesty's Secret Service is one of the best movies as far as it, you know, character stuff and everything else. And is that the has... first one with George Bernard Shaw or something? <laughs> George, yeah, George Lazenby. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's the, um, o- it's the, the only... only one with George Lazenby. Exactly. Lazenby. Laser beam. You know, I George, yeah. George Laserbeams. I never have seen that Maybe movie. He I don't think. Stuck around if he had that name. <laughs> <laughs> They could have had a movie called um, Laserbeam. Th- that movie really has a lot of heft to it, though, because it it his I wife mean, dies or something. Yeah, well, he gets married. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, I mean, that's very Bri- briefly. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't last. <laughs> well, they sort of referenced that in Rigg, the Daniel though, too, and she was great. They revisited that in the Daniel Craig stuff. Too, it's also too. got the yeah. best music in it. That's right. It does have great music. I, I need to watch it. I don't think and I've he seen impersonates it. a Scotsman. <laughs> <laughs> like where's a kilt and all that stuff it's really different <laughs> okay because Lazenby was Australian right I think yes I believe that's right pretty sure he's Australian <laughs> that that was the whole everybody wanted Sean Connery and of course he came back for another movie which he probably should yeah. have but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that that movie is kind of in a weird class by itself I I mean, yes, you you. It's a James Bond movie, of course it is, but it's also not. <laughs> I think <laughs> they were they were really experimenting with the multiverse. <laughs> they could have had several. They could have had several James Bonds in one movie. <laughs> they didn't do parallel <laughs> universe though. Interesting. Um, so my but, least favorite, you know, is is that's so hard. <laughs> I, I the, the one I saw most recently that I really didn't enjoy was Live and Let Die, just because of all the 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 kind of crappy racist crap in it. <laughs> yeah, I... and, and the and the and the very weak black exploitation kind of stuff they did, and and all that. That really, I had forgotten all that stuff. I remember I liking it, it when I was younger, but I I started it um, more recently, and I was like. Uh, I don't even think I'm going to finish this. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and it 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 often I I think of it. I I used to rank it a lot higher, partially because of the song. Sure, it has the classic Paul McCartney song. Yeah, it and, also uh, has Roger Moore jumping on crocodile heads to escape. <laughs> stuff in the which, Louisiana, which can never be underrated at any time. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that's a good scene. Well, didn't he even in Octopussy, I think he was disguised as a crocodile in one scene, wasn't he? <laughs> I think so. Probably. I think and he was underwater. To, let's tie it back to South Dakota. One of the crocodiles that Roger Moore jumped on was actually at Reptile Gardens in Rapid City. Oh, no for Pete's way. sake. They they yeah. like they paid extra for that one. I don't know, probably. <laughs> 
they, or they, they just need to said put it that on the billboard. <laughs> with with those tourists, I'm sure. Places. I'm sure I read that somewhere. I'm pretty oh, sure I'm not making that up right now. No. Well, um, Faith S would know. Maybe she was. Faith S may know that. Yeah, she worked she at knows uh, the, the lore. I don't know. You could play uh, uh, tic tac toe with a chicken that was uh, in in uh, in live and let die. No, I need I to go get some ice. I I, I was I Ooh. was. I'm going to get my bourbon bottle. Uh, sorry, my yeah. rye bottle near me, but I need to go grab ice. Let's take a quick break. I'm going to ice break get some real real. Sorry, James, but I'm going to get a real drink. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right back. He's getting ice because he likes his drinks cold. He's getting ice because he likes his drinks cold. I'm back. Is anyone else back? John. Are you back, Phil? I'm back. Well, let's just wrap this up without John. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I got a new uh, new co-host today, uh, starting just now. It's kind of like the James Bond. You get a new new James Bond every few years. And traded uh, John K in for Paul S. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not sure my musical ability to finish the show, though, Phil. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. Hold on. I, I, I may have married into musical ability, but I don't possess any of my own. <laughs> and it's not like you can talk uh, Elizabeth into helping me with the song. <laughs> She's too busy. She's always busy. That's a Knowles thing. It is a Knowles. <laughs> They're what? always so busy. <laughs> oh, he's back. Whoa, I was busy. I had to let my dog out. No, it's we were talking about the Knowles family trait, the the K family trait, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> of uh they know who I just am. just being so flipping busy it seems like <laughs> they're busier than me <laughs> yeah maybe you the one the ones out there i should say you didn't inherit that gene Guess not. <laughs> that's oh, okay you get pretty busy sometimes oh yeah but with, he's he's new busy with bertie right now oh yeah well it really sucks when you have a almost eighth eight month old puppy Getting her enough exercise when it's so cold out. Yeah, well, they get that's, stir crazy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough. Your little docky treadmill from Chewy. I can't. Yeah, I can't. It's too cold to go to the dog park or anything like that. Well, to how about how about animals in James Bond movies? I know there was the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Blofeld's uh, oh, oh, cat. Uh, yeah. white cat. <laughs> yeah, that was classic. Well, that's a good segue. We, how about villains? 
Sure. Real, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good villains villain. for sure. Who's your favorite <laughs> villain? Do you go first this time, John? Um, I guess. We'll go in reverse order. I think Blofeld <laughs> is, is too... There, because there's there were several versions of him. <laughs> it's a little hard. Oh, um, you know, sure. there's the Donald Pleasance one, and then there's at least one or two others. Telly oh. Savalas. Telly Savalas. Okay, he's not the best. <laughs> Sorry, Telly. <laughs> um, I I don't wow. know. I mean, I still have a soft spot for, uh, um, you know, Goldfinger, of course. Goldfinger is still one of my favorites, even though it. <laughs> does have a, a, a scene in it that doesn't age well with pussy no. galore. But, and Goldfinger had one of the best henchmen because he had odd job. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Odd jobs is maybe my, I mean, for me, oh, I, he, I, know, I know Phil, you got really the like hat, right? Yeah. He had a hat that could take oh. off the head of statues. He's definitely, you know, he's definitely jobs, the best henchman. <laughs> I, does he even talk? I don't think he even has any lines. Um, Doesn't need to, John. No, just got no. that. In the presence. Yeah, he has the hat and yeah, his presence. And, and not and only that, that, that suit. He, he really is odd jobs because he, he has he, all, all these skills. He knows people at the at the salvage <laughs> the junkyard <laughs> that can destroy cars. That, that's, that was them. one of the best names, too. Yeah. Odd jobs. <laughs> oh yeah that, that, that one, one is is so so great i i yeah that's odd jobs and, and goldfinger mainly because goldfinger had one of the best villain quips you know no mr bond i expect you to die yeah. oh yeah. yeah oh yeah which you know that even though it wasn't the, the actor's real voice but we'll let that pass i think you had your computer um shut down with that sound that that quote didn't you in the old days the old apple days <laughs> you mean the one where it, it was really novel to assign little sound clips to all yeah the for when you start a computer or <laughs> yeah that was a that was a great fun like 30 years ago or... well sure we didn't have beams or something yeah but <laughs> i wonder how much i wonder how much time i wasted trying to find the right sounds for oh I for had, each and thing. I, yeah i used to have these uh, turning a computer nostalgia <laughs> and these the, this utility that you used to be able to put in and assign it and the the worst practical joke you could do to an old like 1980s oh. mac talking of really old stuff is that if it, you you could set this thing up so it would assign a sound clip to even a keystroke <laughs> <laughs> which was why would you want to do that i don't know but you could and oh, these sound clips could be of any length you liked. So you, you, if you put them at really loud, like thirty-second long ones, <laughs> every time you did a keystroke, it would it would load the sound clip, and they loaded. They had a little bit of a lag. They didn't just pop up right away because the computers were so slow. Oh, and it was the worst practical joke you could play on somebody who had a Mac is to set that up. Oh, that's. And I'll, I'll I'll leave the last. Um, get off my tangent here is <laughs> that, was that my fault. you used to be able to do these weird things with old Macs, like mess with the core of the operating system to modify them because it wasn't very locked down and secure. <laughs> so, Unlike a it, iPhone. You know, so, you know, the Mac would start up with this little screen, you know, the little happy Mac or whatever, just like modern ones start up with an Apple logo and windows starts up with the Microsoft, blah, blah, blah. And, on on those old Macs, you could actually put a different image 
<laughs> that would load when the computer starts up. And yeah. somebody, and this was, I saw this in college, I think, but they put a, somebody made a fake image of a little dialogue box with a warning on it that said, um, are you sure you want to erase the ROMs? <laughs> question mark and and the tool you know there's usually a cancel and an okay and instead of instead of cancel and okay they had <laughs> okay i guess and the other one said please no <laughs> <laughs> and and the, and the please no was grayed out <laughs> yeah you couldn't just, actually I, select it they, no no and of course you couldn't do anything it was just a, a just a still image and, oh, right, and it went right. away when the computer finished starting up ah. but if you didn't know about it You'd think something horrible was happening, and you oh. couldn't do anything. <laughs> You'd have to have a I, Linux I now or something. I don't something. know why. I I still find that just <laughs> had to be there, maybe. But so, I don't so, know. So, John, anyway. what real drink did you go get? Hmm. I got. I just got some standard issue Four Roses bourbon. Four Roses, huh? Which is kind of my current daily driver. That was a good Shirley Bassey song. Four roses. <laughs> no. So, um, Phil, what's your favorite villain? Is it is it oh. Jaws or let's stay on target? Well, I, <laughs> I I I do have a fond a fondness for Jaws and one of the best death death scenes of. <laughs> was he? I think I read he was in more than one movie, but I can't remember. Yeah, can't, he was. He does come back. Was he, it Moonraker where he shows up again? No, Moonraker yeah, was Moon, the one Moon, I remember him. Moonraker, in. they try to make him like all cuddly, don't they? Because he oh, has that's like right. he uh, turns to the good side or something. Yeah, oh, he yeah. has like a relationship with 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 somebody, and they make it. They try to make him. <laughs> Maybe they, <laughs> they thought they'd have action cuddly or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, because I think at the 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 villain's big speech at the end, he turns on him or something like that. I don't remember. That's right. Yeah, picks him, That's picks right. him up, and yeah, throws him off. Her. <laughs> yeah, very, very Darth Vader and Emperor. I, I was oh, just, yes. I, I'm seeing that montage of those two things merge together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Jaws. Well, I, so well, let's see who else. Um, well, the 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 Daniel Pleasant Blowfield guy's uh, makeup was interesting. That's for sure. Um. Hmm. So I always liked Blofeld better when you couldn't see him, and you just kind of heard it. You know, you saw his outline <laughs> or his cat, maybe, but you couldn't really see his face. He just talked. Yeah, made, made it more a little more, mysterious. Yeah, and then you see his face, and he's of course got this, this huge well, scar I mean, in it, his it, eye. It, of course, it was ruined by oh, what's his name? Movies. Well, yeah, you know uh, sure. Um, Austin, Austin Powers. Powers movies, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which was. that that skewered it so well, but after that, it's hard to. Oh, you <laughs> can't really go back. Yeah. Oh, the guy with the three nipples. That's probably good. Scaramanga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christopher Lee. Mm. Christopher Lee, who's been in every successful franchise movie ever made, <laughs> ever. You, you know ever. how there, there's a. a He's done all of them. He's done the lot, everything. You know, for for award things, there's the what's called the EGOTs, where you have the, the Emmy, the Oscar, and all that stuff. They should have an award for anybody who is in every big franchise. Oh, was he? He what did was he in? 
Marvel, the Marvel Universe, though. Is he in Marvel? He was dead by then, wasn't he? Yeah, he's got to be alive when the franchise is <laughs> <laughs> to qualify for the award. I, mean, I just I remember, maybe, I was like, he, he has was three alive. nipples. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> it's like what? Uh, and then, and that's evidently a, a thing. You can actually, there's a word for that, which I don't know offhand. But Christopher Lee is great, no matter what, though. And Wasn't who knew that? he had three nipples? <laughs> yeah, I think he didn't even need makeup. <laughs> Okay, Paul, who's who's your favorite villain? Well, I think we discussed all the classic ones, really, over, over the years. Uh, the one, I mean, Jaws stands out just because he was a Roger Moore villain. I can't remember where, where he showed up before Moonraker, where it, there was the, the big fight with Roger Moore. I think it was on a train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember where it was. How many, but, how many train scenes were there? But there was a lot, lots of fights on lots of trains over the years. But <laughs> but but Jaws is the one that sticks out just from that Roger Moore era. But honestly, I I really loved Javier Bardem. Yeah, in, in, yeah. in the uh, in the Daniel Craig. That serious. was such a weird he character. A, he's just great in general. Yeah. Oh no, he's yeah. I well, the first I time I saw him was he's so good. No matter what what scene he's in, he just steals everything. He's just so good. And yeah. Uh, and uh, I. So I want to say what was with what, what was, was with it? his it hair was, though. It was uh, it was Spectre, right? That he was no no Spectre was Christopher Waltz. So he would have been in uh, Skyfall. Yes, Skyfall's right. Yeah, so he'd been Skyfall. And I just thought, and and this is kind of bringing it up to to present day, but just yeah. just recently, I, I I just thought he was wonderful, and I really because I was let down a little bit with with Rami Malek in the latest one. I didn't think he was. I haven't seen that one yet. So that great. I'm embarrassed to say I've not seen it yet either. But. Yeah, I didn't think he was that great, and I like Rami yeah. Malek, but maybe and, not cast correctly i don't know and and christopher waltz obviously was one of the new villains who i love and and his and christopher waltz in uh tarantino's inglorious bastards mm. is one of the one of the best he villains the ever show. ever <laughs> uh, oh but, sure sure but uh yeah javier bardem sticks out for me recently cool yeah definitely you know I'll, I'll also give honorable mention for and this this will be a little controversial, but uh, Jonathan Price in well, I was Tomorrow great. Never Dies. I was yeah, gonna think. I, agree. I was thinking about Which, that too, oh, oh, mainly because it's such a forward-looking kind of oh, thing for nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah, it's very prescient. It's weird and my prescient. Yeah, he's basically Rupert Murdoch, right? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really quite quite re- remarkable, and I, you know, it, it seemed a little on the nose at the time, like oh, ha ha. But now, actually. It, Oh man! Now the way things have gotten, it was like, oh, (laughs) it wasn't that wasn't that far fetched. Yeah, Jonathan Price is great, and I think that role was great. That was one of the Brosnan ones, right? Mm -hmm. That was a Brosnan Bond, and that that one's pretty good. And I I actually still think Goldeneye is a pretty good movie. I watched, I rewatched that not too long ago, and that holds up relatively well. Which era was that? That's Brosnan again. Okay. Yeah, it's Brosnan era there. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he had a couple of okay ones. They're 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 not 
they're not in the top or the bottom tier, but uh, really good. How, how about the music? So, well, yeah, you know, I, I the as far as the t- setting aside the songs, oh. uh, the ones that st- still seem memorable to me are the old John Barry composed scores for the older ones. Yeah, just just they have that great. Yeah, well, you know, uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service is the only Bond that doesn't have a song at the beginning. Oh, you're right. That isn't, it's another just, reason why that one stands out. Weird. It's just the it's just the John Barry Orchestra, uh, and that uh, and that and that theme is amazing. So for me, that's on Her Majesty's Secret Service. I know that George Lazenby being that being his one only bond is a thing and and his wife dying is a thing but for me the big thing about that movie was was how great the music is because you have the bond theme you have on a majesty's secret service yeah. uh, uh theme and you also additionally you've got louis armstrong <laughs> oh my god that's right with uh so we've got all the time in the world which was the last song I think he recorded before he died as well. That's a that time's right, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So the music I, yeah. in that the music in that movie is actually better than than everything else for me. Yeah, that that's really a good point and one that that, that stood out for me also because I recently watched this movie that came out in the 1960s called The Ipcris File. Which yeah, um, have you ever heard of that one, that. Michael Caine? Yeah, yeah. Um, that you know, the weird thing about that, it came out at the same time as the 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 you know, I think it came out maybe around the time Goldfinger or something like that. It's right in that time period, and it's it's a really different kind of spy movie. Um, really, really well done. If you haven't seen it, it's worth watching. But it's um, one of the producers on it is um, one of the the Bond producers. Mm. Well, it wasn't broccoli. It was the other guy. I forget his name, but broccoli. Uh, it, it has uh, it has that connection. And the other thing that's that's connected is John Barry does the score, and it's a great score too. It's it's it, cool. he just had a, a line of, of great guys genius that time. Yeah. So that that one, I just stuck right there. It's like wow, this is another. You know, it's a little bit like James Bond score, but it's just a little different. It it it, it was great. So recently, I, I I was watch I was trying to find what was that scene with the ski the ski chase because I wanted to see that so I was searching for that and and the music in that is is it almost is like a video game like <laughs> it, it sort of reminded me of uh, oh the uh, Mega Man it was like uh, <laughs> almost and I was like this music doesn't really fit the scene but. It was it was funny. I don't know. I don't know. It was kind of tinny, and it was just it, it was weird. But <laughs> I I don't I don't remember that. You know, of course, of course, you know, the eighties. You got songs like, uh, well, Duran Duran, of course. I was and, and that Duran one might fan. be the best thing about that particular movie. Yeah, and it's also one of the worst. I mean, I love Christopher Walken, but wow, what yeah. a waste! <laughs> it was it was a waste. In fact, Grace. Grace Jones oh, upstages Christopher Walken in that. Yes. Oh, Grace Jones. Oh, she was maybe the best. I, I had a thing for her for a while. She maybe she was maybe uh, she was the best. Henchman. She's so striking looking, isn't she? You oh, know, just, she, she yeah. just just can't stop looking at her. No, nope. Amazing. No, she's unique. 
and kind of sometimes androgynous too, which was fun. I don't know. I, yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, totally. Yeah. She's got the Bowie thing going on. You can't. But, yeah. but again, you can't stop looking at them. You can't. No, they, they, they should have had a baby. Maybe they had a baby. I don't know. Maybe they're in a. They probably did. We should have a if if we somehow get their DNA together. That would make a, a wonderful uh, Bond villain. Bowie and Jones. <laughs> hey, his name was Jones, really. One of the things I have trouble with in, in, in a lot of these, the whole series in general, is how it kind of tries to, because, let me back up a little bit, the the Ian Fleming novels and everything were very much a Cold War kind of setting, yeah. even, even though he almost never fights the Russians or anything like that. But it's a very Cold War, and it felt like they had a lot of trouble adapting that to the post cold war eras. And that, well, uh, that's one right. Thing because where, wh- who's your bad guy going to be as a terrorist or, uh, well, that's yeah. the problem. It's like when you got into the nineties, there, there was like drug Lords and all that stuff. And that really yeah. felt false. And yeah. like, they really, they, they hadn't qu- figured that out. And I think they, they did find that was one of the benefits of the Daniel Craig ones. Oh, this, they, yeah. They, they actually, the writers out. actually figured out how to, okay, we're going to bring this into the modern era and not just pretend it's still going they, on. They did it very well as well. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they really, they really grasped the feeling of, uh, of the time. They, and, and they did that well. They made it a real threat and they made it achievable for them to defeat the threat, which was good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's one reason why, again, they they worked well, and 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 really, Craig didn't try and he he, he didn't try and act like any of the other ones. No, Buffy. Who's that? <laughs> that's Buffy. Fluffy, Buffy, Buffy. right? Buffy. Oh my, yeah. The I just have to go there. deal with Buffy, the other <laughs> gold, the, the the golden retriever. It's National Golden Retriever Day today, by the way. No, is it really? Yeah. Well, there's a national day for everything. Oh, <laughs> and apparently it's National Golden Retriever Day today. Well, okay. Tomorrow yeah. is and national. My, gold, my, and my Golden Retriever is barking at some unknown threat in the backyard. <laughs> Maybe it's Scaramanga and his three nipples. <laughs> I was going to say, tomorrow is National Three Nipple Day. So Yeah. So her villages was his... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was Scaramanga's like buddy? What was he called oh. in that? I can't remember. It wasn't tattooed, also. <laughs> no, tattoo too. Tattoo too. Can anyone remember? No, that was the man with the golden gun, right? No, that, that that's the one out of that time I know the least. I think I've, I, 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 really I do remember. remember. I always, yeah, Hervey Or Is that the fun. one with has the, the two assassins who are gay? No, that's Diamonds of Forever. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's, that's Mr. Kidd and Mr. Wit, which oh, I loved. I love those wild. guys. <laughs> I love those guys. The gay assassins. <laughs> oh, I should, I should see that again. Oh, And they refer to each other as Mr. Kidd and Mr. Wit. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I remember watching. I think I had no memory of that movie when I finally caught up with it like in the last few years. And I just yeah. thought, that, what the fuck is this? Well. <laughs> Hervé Villages' uh, character's name was Knickknack. Knickknack, oh, that's right. Yeah, like odd jobs, yeah. Knick-knack. Yeah, that's another great oh, name. Oh, poor Hervé. <laughs> well, he, you know, 
but we're still talking about him. So he made his yeah, mark. He didn't have the the best <laughs> life after Fantasy Island. So they have not named a new James Bond yet. Um, I don't think, unless I'm forgetting something. No, no. But they... so that's always the speculation because you know they're 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 for a long time there was this uh, kind of drumbeat for uh, oh what's his name the the guy from The Wire. Oh, forget his um, name. You know who I'm talking about, Paul, right? Oh, oh, you you think? Uh, yeah. Uh, Which Dominic? Thing? What's his? Yeah, I know you mean. Very. Really? So that, I, that was, I, I don't remember. A lot that. of people really thought he should have been yet. <clears throat> I mean, not not now. I think he's he's gotten kind of old for it. But uh, yeah, one time. I, I've, I've, there's a there's a big push for Idris Elba as well right now. Oh, that, that's what I was thinking of. Idris, yeah, yeah. Because he was in that too. What, what else was he in? I'm. I, I know. I'm sorry. I oh, maybe, maybe I'm forgetting that because it's been a long time since no, I no, watched no. The he, Wire. Yeah, I did enjoy in, it, but he was. Yes, he's 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 from The Wire. That's where I've seen. I mean, I've seen him in movies and stuff. But uh, well, yes. what else was he in? Because I'm trying to picture him. I think I know who it is. Chef? No. <laughs> Chef? No, that's <laughs> sorry. He was in the Suicide Squad very recently. Did you oh, see the okay. new Suicide Squad movie? No, I haven't no. seen either one of them actually. Yeah, he was in the new yeah. one, the the James Gunn one. James Gunn is James. Yeah, I Bond. always think he's. I mean, he's great in The Wire. He he really is. Um, I don't think he. I don't know if he's always well used in movies, but. Uh, well, give him a shot. Good. Yeah, who but, else but could I, be James Bond? No, no, I don't think today that. Uh, he's 49. <laughs> right. So. Well, he could go under in, in disguise as a clown or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's right. He's still than Roger Moore was. <laughs> I've seen Henry Cavill's name mentioned as well. Oh, it, okay. That would be interesting. I, hmm. Yeah. The guy played Superman. And yeah. And the Witcher yeah. and a few other things. So I've seen his name mentioned. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I get kind of picky about when they decide who's going to be the new James Bond, but yeah, I, Idris Elba is English though, so got yep. that one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, no, that, sure. I, I think that would be fun. No, no, I th- I think he'd be he would obviously be great, but I'm thinking that yeah, I, it's hard to say <laughs> who they're going to pick next time, and and I it'll be interesting to see the way you know that they shift gears with whoever they pick. Right. To be sure. Well, right. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, when are they going to make a decision? <laughs> I, I mean, when yeah. is there, is there, is there a, a timeline as when they're going to be making the next movie or No, they haven't announced anything. Bef- yeah. Hey, before we do that, favorite Bond song. Oh yeah. Yeah. We sh- can't, can't forget the songs. Because they're, they're such a huge thing. That's like a major event when the Bond song comes out in England. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that that's a that's a big deal. What the Bond song and being assigned the Bond the Bond song is a big deal. I'll I'll throw out two favorites. Um, I think "Diamonds Are Forever" is a great song. Actually, "Diamonds Forever" is awesome. You know that that's of the classic era. That might be my favorite. 
song. Although "Live and Let Die" is is that that's maybe second, but I, yeah. Um, the other one of the modern era. I mean, <laughs> the um, "View to a Kill" was on the radio all the time when I was in high school. So that, yeah, oh yeah, Duran Duran. Uh, yeah, that, oh. that that one again. It's I the love best that part one. Of the movie. Um, the other one from the more modern era would maybe be um, the one with Jack White and Alicia Keys. You know, I see that's criticized, John, but I really like it. I like the song, though. I don't know if it's a good song. It's it's the song, I believe it was on Quantum of Solace, which is the the weakest, which is the weakest of the, the Daniel Craig movies. But that song, I think it's a good song. I'm a big Jack White fan anyways. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, but I think that is a great song. I may have to re-listen to that one. I can't. Yeah, it, it's really, I think it's it, it's a good song. And it, yeah, it's probably, again, it's like live and let die in that way. <laughs> it kind cool. of transcends the movie a little bit. <laughs> but th- those are my favorites. How, how about you, Paul? My favorite. Uh, actually, this is kind of easy. My favorite is uh, uh, Carly Simon's Spy Love Me. Oh, I'm yes, I should have oh, thought of that too. That Marvin shoot. Hamlish wrote that. That's that's, that's, that's my favorite. Oh, uh, that yeah, it's, I didn't it's think always been my favorite. I don't think ever see that not being my favorite. It's just oh, I forgot it. Solid. Oh. Yeah. It's such a wonderful song, and she's great. And uh, and, and and again, going back to that nostalgic factor. Uh, so yeah, that that's for sure my favorite uh, of the modern era. I actually really like Chris Cornell's uh, song in uh, Casino Royale, "You Know My Name," which which again people are divided on, and some people hate it, some people love it. Uh, so I like that one from the modern era. But but yeah, Car- Carly Simon, uh, oh. "The Spy Who Loved Me" is for sure my number one. That's great. I'll I'll probably go with Goldfinger just for the brashness of it. I like that. No, that, that, I mean that that is a memorable song. Um, I think he's the man with the Midas touch. The, so I think I actually Ra- preferred her Diamonds Are Forever to that. To I think that's the better. Yeah, no, I do too. But well, I, that I I read that too, and I'm like, very yeah, memorable. It, it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. I, and, I, and John I think... Barry, I think, co-wrote that, and he, that he he must have loved um, horns. So there's that wah 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 in the background. Oh, I just love it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so great. it's so oh. it's so over the top. I love it. Yeah, John um, Barry. I just before I interrupt you, Phil, but does you know, doesn't I mean he gets some credit, but he he really was such a big part of why those early Bond films were so memorable. And Didn't they, he write the the, 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 the main theme song? No, uh, some guy named Monty Norman wrote the. the oh, Yeah, I mean that's in every movie. <laughs> Almost, they have yeah. to have that in there. Do they? Maybe they People don't. would write the, the <laughs> 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 Maybe they don't work him in this much as. In the no, no, ones, that but... I mean, he 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 almost served the same role as like john williams did for the star wars movies or the things like that i mean that that's how, oh yeah how yeah. instrumental they were <laughs> yeah so it's anyway, hard to Phil, imagine back to your, back to your hard to imagine without james bond without john barry well i don't know what i was saying oh there was a a radio head was going to do a 
a James Bond theme, oh, but I it didn't get used that. or something. And that's a great song. But I don't know what happened there. Which one movie was that for? I, I don't even know. And I don't know why it didn't get used. But that was kind of cool. I, why not Radiohead? That would have been perfect. Something happened. That must have been during the early 2000s. That's kind of when they were really big. Yeah. So maybe, maybe think, that was... I think the closest we got to a Radiohead song was the Garbage song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Garbage song. <laughs> well, I, they did World Was Not Enough. Yes. And that was a good one. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I'm trying to think of other ones. I, I um, well, I live yeah. and let die is great. That that is yeah. a great song too. Live I, and I let die is great. Not. It really is. I mean, <laughs> it's just fun. It's a fun song, and it just was perfect for that time. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know. Think I don't know if it quite makes sense or if. It makes zero with, sense. It, it makes doesn't zero have anything to do with the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Paul McCartney's word salad stuff, but whatever. It was it was <laughs> so fun, yeah. And then, of course, you know, Guns N' Roses did a cover, so that was good. I just finished uh, watching <laughs> Get Back, by the way. Did, oh, did yeah. Did yeah. watch Get Back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, I just finished it. That, that, that's a long documentary. Right <laughs> it's really a it, – it's kind of a slog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it took me a I'm, while. A, I'm just sitting here watching Ringo Starry toast. <laughs> I know. And they're trying to decide whether really or not to put to see that. They're trying to decide whether or not to put marmalade on it or not. That's the big decision. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you Pete, know, Pete, Peter Jackson really got into depth on that thing. And, and out of all the all the memorable things in that, um, one of the things that sticks out is is about halfway through, they're near the end of the day and just sitting around talking about nothing and and peter sellers walks in yeah and just kind of sits down and, and it's just the oddest thing the, yeah. the group of them saying I, well, and, 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 peter... just, and then nothing ever gets they they talk some i don't know what they're talking about at all nothing probably well and no, then he they were trying to get him leave. to do something and then he left which <laughs> yeah. is so peter like, sellers i i don't think i belong here at least <laughs> yeah i was so, peter peter sellers was so odd in real life but yeah yeah kind of a great, kind of a dick i'm I glad guess, they put that whatever. in there yeah well of course they're i don't know i'm trying to think of a i don't even remember any of the theme songs from the pierce brazen era or Timothy Dalton, or I think uh, so. What was uh, the octopusy theme? I don't know. <laughs> octopusy. octopusy. I, uh, <laughs> She's I, got eight vaginas. Dang it, Phil! <laughs> don't remember. Octopusy. <laughs> <laughs> Three nipples and eight vaginas. <laughs> so yeah. Cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> They're all over her body. So I think <laughs> I'm. I'm I think the song was All Time High. Oh, okay. But I yeah. can't remember who sang it. You're an all time high. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The song oh. was All Time High, but I... I uh, Did Phil, was, Phil, was Phil Collins involved in any of James Bond movies? He themes? was too busy doing uh, uh, <laughs> Genesis and Tarzan. <laughs> That's right, Tarzan. Yeah, the Disney one. <laughs> Forgot about that. Rita Coolidge. Oh, Rita Coolidge, yeah. Rita Coolidge, All Time High was the Octopussy song. That was a good song. <laughs> it's a 
okay. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it was the best, yeah. but. No. Oh, not. fine. <laughs> it was it was okay. Octopussy is still very very good for all the wrong reasons. I'm gonna have to watch that. See yeah, if I watch it, it, it really it. makes me want to rewatch a number of these, especially the bad ones. <laughs> oh, Maybe some, there's some there's some speculation that Tom Holland would be the next James Bond, which I can't see that. No, that ain't gonna happen. They're just trying to get people upset. Cillian Murphy. He looks kind of like okay. he could be a bad guy. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, I am actually scrolling. He he's uh, He was in Peaky Binders. Web browsing with Phil. <laughs> hey, everyone. So Can you hear my mouse scrolling? Web browsing with oh, Phil. I predict the next James Bond will be Regia Jean Page. I don't know how to pronounce it. Good prediction, Phil. I, he he looks like he would be the good a good new James Bond. Oh, Grace, okay. Grace Jones. Oh, jeez. No, she's good. <laughs> oh, Grace Jones as James Bond. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Maybe she'll be the next M. I don't know. It's... <laughs> I don't know if she's still around. Mm. M or Q or somebody. They Wait, don't... Do you remember how old that one guy was who played Q? Oh, There's Lee just... Llewellyn. Yeah, well, like, I mean... The guy looked like he could barely stand up, and he was still playing. Oh. And they kept <laughs> rolling him out as well. It's terrible. Probably yeah. literally. I think this last one was a Timothy Dalton movie, and it was like probably shouldn't have been there, but whatever. <laughs> they probably literally rolled him out. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I like what they did with Q in the Daniel Craig movies, actually, when – because they bought they bought a younger fella in uh, Ben, I can't remember his last name. Kingsley. He was in the no. new Mary Poppins movie. And some was, other uh, stuff. Anyway, they they bought him in as the new Q, and I I, I like that dynamic where where Bond yeah. was giving him a hard time because he was so young. Yeah. No, that what, that was the, the tech very stuff. Necessary. That makes sense. Yeah, they handled that pretty well. Yeah. Well, how about ladies? How about the the ladies of James Bond? And then we could end on that. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Pussy galore. <laughs> so, so you guys know the the whole Octopussy thing about galore. that character in in from the novels. Pussy galore was a lesbian. Oh. <laughs> Which and talk about horrible things. <laughs> well, it, 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 she she's a lesbian in in the Ian Fleming novel. Interesting. That, that James Bond converts. <laughs> Oh, okay, because yeah. of his magnetism <laughs> so james, I mean, james bond can turn lesbians about, there there's that scene in the uh in the film of course where he he you could say he kind of forces himself on her in the in the barn you know they kind of a roll in the hay roll into hay oh, literally and all that stuff and, and and that's a that's that's equivalent scene in the book is way worse though Oof. So that's as 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 awkward as people find some of that stuff now. The books were more. So. <laughs> they toned it down for the movie. Because yeah, yeah. They. I mean, she's not. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't come off as a gay character in in the film. But, oh, strange. That, but that's, in the, that's a but weird she's dynamic. Expli- she's definitely. I don't mean. A lesbian I don't mean being the, lesbian, but at the fact that he had to. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, no, because he's his uh, force of will, like like. Straight, straightens her out. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> really I, you awful. know, I, and you could get into this whole hyper masculinity 
thing going on. Yeah, there, there, there's know. a really complicated thing about the James Bond character. No question. I think we could all agree Denise Denise Richards was probably the best um, uh, Bond lady. Oh right? my god! <laughs> well, I, I think I, I think the thing to say is they haven't done female characters well until recently. Mostly not. Although Diana Rigg is kind of the Diana Rigg is good, but but I think in the recent Bond arc, uh, story arc that we had with with uh, with Daniel Craig. We've really seen good female characters. We saw yeah. Vespa, Eva Green, who was amazing, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and Judy Dench as Judy Mary. Dench. I mean, come on. Um, I, I don't I don't think that anything that came before Judy Dench and Eva Green is any no. anywhere near them. No, no, that that's obviously certainly not as development. Part, part of yeah, yeah, and, and but that's that's thing. obviously writing as well. Not, not that's that's no yeah. that's no shakes to the 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 cast that came before just that the, they they write better for female characters now yeah well it was eye candy and stuff a lot yeah more. yeah they the whole thing is you know the the characters having agency as you will you know that's that that was right. something that generally they didn't have although one of the best entrances ever ursula uh, andrus yeah exactly you know, <laughs> yeah. coming out of the out of the ocean there i mean yeah. <laughs> that, that that introduction is still iconic. I mean, I don't. Oh yeah, but then yeah. they reversed it, and Daniel Craig did the same thing. Yep, I mean oh. that, that was such a callback. So great. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, what Doctor <laughs> yeah, No, which, which connection, <laughs> which I still enjoy. Although one of the things that's a letdown is that Doctor No has such a build up like that, and it has the Ken Adam kind of in the volcano. Yeah, you know, we, giant sets and everything, and the villain is really weak. Yeah, it's got the, that. That's the problem, or one problem with that, and the fact that, and one one of the great comments made in that list that I sent to you guys is that Doctor No was seems a little strange now because it kind of has to world build, so to speak, and explain what James Bond is all about to people who had never seen a James Bond movie in 1962. Hmm. And that that's why it's uh, it, it comes off a little weird today. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and it's 1962. So well, <laughs> yeah. that's a long time ago. Right. Don't think. I didn't realize that Shirley Bassey had done. How many songs did she do for Bond? Three. At least. Well, she did Goldfinger, Diamonds of Forever, and I feel like there's one more as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to scroll. She did so. another one. I'm sure of it. <laughs> she could have been a, a Bond villain. Why not? Yeah, from Russia with Love was like, I want to say Johnny Mathis or something like that. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Oh, yeah. Matt Monroe. Okay. Sounded like Johnny Mathis. <laughs> Doing his best Johnny <laughs> Mathis impersonation. And, and I know that Matt Monroe did that. My dad like my dad liked or likes Matt Monroe. So, <laughs> okay. all right, yeah. Funny. I don't. I don't think my dad was much into Bond. I think it was just. I remember going. I couldn't wait to go to the new the new movie in the theater. You know the Roger Moore movies, and uh, I don't know. It was a lot of fun, and but also you know I think part of the problem with the Timothy Dalton one now that I think about it is. I, I just wasn't at the right age. I was in a weird age where I was like, eh, you know, kind of that 
older teenager kind of thing. I don't know. Not exactly edgy. No. <laughs> I, he was trying to be edgy, kind of, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any final thoughts before we call it a night? I think that. I don't know. I think that's probably covers it. <laughs> that one to death. <laughs> well, thanks, Paul, for coming on and <laughs> no, it talking, was, it, talking it, the it bonds was, with us. It was fun to uh, drink some whiskey and talk about James Bond. Something that was very, very, very big growing up in England, actually. It's on the TV a lot. That's a big movie franchise over there. And uh, I was kind of surprised to see how big it was in the United States after moving here. Actually. Well, for for us, I, for me anyway, it, it you know it's like oh, these British people are so suave or something, you know. You're <laughs> well, kinda, it is. I'm never going to get a lady. A, an up, an up with England franchise, you know. Yeah. Oh, so but but we we it's, yeah, it's I, very much a God save the Queen franchise. Right? Yeah. yeah, but we we loved it too, you know. Yeah. And every now and then, an American like spy would show up and help him or something, or I, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and most of the time though the the American equivalents were pretty weak. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, who cares about the stupid CIA or whatever? Yeah, the CIA. Get your own movie. <laughs> get your own movie. CIA get your own movie. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect uh, ending, John. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, it's been a pleasure, uh, gents. Uh, have good a night. good, merry little, nice Christmas. Golden <laughs> <laughs> Retriever Day. Here's the song. After hard knocks, they hobnob at the Tenchman's retirement home. Thank you for your service. Here's a briefcase and a Rolex, a bowler and a Solex. Life is simple at the complex. Have a laugh with Samadhi in a veranda by the sea. At the henchman's retirement home. Water skiing with Kriegler, shuffleboard with Bunt, paragliding with Mayday on a clear waterfront. Dance lessons with Mr. Kid and old Mr. Wins. You can finally rest now after your henchman's stint. At the henchman's retirement home.
Tales with Mishka and Grishka at the Culinary Arts Building. And don't miss Poetry with Jaws.